Welcome to a New Testament journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. Romans 15. We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Each of us should please our neighbours for their good to build them up. For even Christ did not please himself, but, as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind towards each other that Christ Jesus had, so that with one mind and with one voice you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you, in order to bring praise to God. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the Jews on behalf of God's truth, so that the promises made to the patriarchs might be confirmed, and, moreover, that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, Therefore I will praise you among the Gentiles, I will sing the praises of your name. Again it says, Rejoice, you Gentiles, with his people. And again, Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, let all the peoples extol him. And again, Isaiah says, The root of Jesse will spring up, one who will arise to rule over the nations. In him the Gentiles will hope. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I myself am convinced, my brothers and sisters, that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with knowledge and competent to instruct one another. Yet I have written to you quite boldly on some points to remind you of them again because of the grace God gave me to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles. He gave me the priestly duty of proclaiming the gospel of God, so that the Gentiles might become an offering acceptable to God, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Therefore I glory in Christ Jesus in my service to God. I will not venture to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me in leading the Gentiles to obey God by what I have said and done by the power of signs and wonders, through the power of the Spirit of God. So from Jerusalem all the way round to Elycrium, I have fully proclaimed the gospel of Christ. It has always been my ambition to preach the gospel where Christ was not known, so that I would not be building on someone else's foundation. Rather, as it is written, those who are not told about him will see, and those who have not heard will understand. This is why I have often been hindered from coming to you. But now there is no more place for me to work in these regions. And since I have been longing for many years to visit you, I plan to do so when I go to Spain. I hope to see you while passing through and to have you assist me on my journey there after I have enjoyed your company for a while. Now, however, I am on my way to Jerusalem in the service of the Lord's people there. For Macedonia and Achaia were pleased to make a contribution for the poor among the Lord's people in Jerusalem. They were pleased to do it, and indeed they owe it to them. For if the Gentiles have shared in the Jews' spiritual blessings, they owe it to the Jews to share with them their material blessings. So after I have completed this task and have made sure that they have received this contribution, I will go to Spain and visit you on the way. I know that when I come to you, I will come in the full measure of the blessing of Christ. I urge you, brothers and sisters, by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit, to join me in my struggle by praying to God for me. Pray that I may be kept safe from the unbelievers in Judea, and that the contribution I take to Jerusalem may be favourably received by the Lord's people there, 
so that I may come to you with joy by God's will and in your company be refreshed. The God of peace be with you all. Amen. Endurance and encouragement are essentials for the ongoing enjoyment of our inheritance. I've seen so many friends lose their joy and their peace because their endurance faded away. Paul has laid out such a glorious expectation for us, not only of future increase, but also of a life abounding in God's goodness right now. But Paul hasn't sold us a lemon. He's also flagged up the very real threats to our joy. Nuisance calls from our ex-brother-in-law, sin. Pressure from the powers, clashes in the church, and the daily difficulties of our body of decay. He has painted for us a grubby orange experience, glorious gold, in the midst of a dark red world. And so endurance and encouragement are essentials for our joy and peace to remain. Paul seems to point to three sources of endurance and encouragement. We would do well to latch ourselves onto these sources like hungry leeches on a blood-filled foot. The first is scripture, verse 4. The stories of the Old Testament teach us endurance and give us encouragement. The New Testament woofs us and wafts us in the direction of grace. Keep on pursuing the presence of God in your Bible. Keep on grappling with it and asking questions of it. Make it your companion in life. Endurance and encouragement will flow as a result. The second source of endurance and encouragement is God himself, verse 5. Build a habit of going to God to get endurance. Ask God to strengthen you and to fill you with all joy. Do this on the easy days and you'll be able to do it on the hard days as well. Make it a habit you can't live without. And then thirdly, ask people to pray for you. Verse 30. Paul, the great teacher and apostle, was astonishingly dependent on the prayers of ordinary people. In every single letter, he seems to envy people's prayers as if he doubts his survival if they will not pray for him. I'm not sure I do that enough. I think I'm still too prone to self-sufficiency. I want to get much better at asking people to pray for me. I want to encourage you to do the same. Let's just ask people to pray for us a bit more. In fact, why don't we just stop and pray for each other right now? Here's a question for reflection. How often do you ask people to pray for you? What do you expect to happen when they do so? We pray God's word bears fruit in your life. For all the information about the New Testament journey, head to www.anewtestamentjourney.net.